0: I know this parenting thing is the hardest job. How do I get better at this?
1: What a great question, mate. Thanks. I love the how do I get better at this? It is a great it makes question. Makes me think of transformation, you know, one mm-hmm. of my favorite words, maybe You're my very favorite, favorite word. word. I always go
0: to sports when I think of this. I think yes. of You're making me think of skills. Mm -hmm. It's what it's all about, right? I mean, that's that's what we do as coaches, right? That's one of the things we loved is helping people improve their skills. So are we talking skills with an S or skills with a Z? (laughs) I think we're talking both. Depending on who we're talking to, I, I think it goes. I am i don't know. I've, I don't know what the difference is. I've just, never pondered that. I've,
1: I've already forgotten about the, the letter question I just asked you because I just thought of a guy named George Lehman George, who when is, it comes to skill. Who is George Lehman? George Lehman. Okay, I've got to dig this one out of the, the memory files. George Lehman is an old pro basketball player played in the NBA. This is, I doubt anybody listening to this podcast is going to know who this person is, but you can look him up. He played in the ABA
0: Okay, which is they
1: played with the red, white, and blue ball, which I always thought was really cool. If you had the laces right and your follow through was good, it just it was a it a was pretty a beautiful. Spin. Did yeah, you ever my,
0: have a? a red, I did have blue a red, white, and
1: blue. And blue Mine was ball. a rubber one. It was the outdoor ball. And of course, the Harlem Globetrotters played with a red, white, and blue ball too, as well. But George Lehman, I remember when I had first started in high school coaching. I was working with a a great mentor and friend John Bowman and rest in peace John. He had a wall-to-wall collection of VHS tapes.
0: V- what's and we're v- now, we're what's now living a in a time tape? where VHS
1: is, <laughs> is, uh, is not the norm but he had all of these coaching tapes and this was a time in my coaching career when I was especially a sub obsessed with learning as much as I could learn. Anyway, I remember seeing this one tape up there that just said, that was titled, Skill is the Divider. Mm-hmm. And I just, I popped it in. And this guy from New Jersey was...
0: <laughs> Complete with the accent.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. With the accent. I can't duplicate it. But it was just going nuts. And I remember things like, uh, how do you autograph your performance? Coaches don't cut players, players cut players. How hard do you want to play? How hard are you going to work? Captain cliche. Uh, yeah, lots of cliches, but his his main focus, which I latched on and I just fully endorse, is that skill is the divider. Wow. And he would say in the game of basketball, what you can do with the what you can do with the ball. And your skill is a divider. It keeps you on the court and off the bench. It gets you on the team rather than in the stands, and so if we're talking parenting, yeah. if uh, am I on the right
0: track here? But skill is the divider. I, I think wherever you go, skill is the divider. I think any profession, anything that we do, skills the way that you separate. So, so why do skills matter? Oh man, skills matter for a lot of different. Obviously, it's. I, I think he says that well with skill being the divider. But I think skills actually matter to our psychological well-being too. You can put me on the the nerd clock. Give me thirty seconds. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but the, from a psychological perspective, growing our skills and mastering something—it's part of what they call self-determination theory. But they, when our skills improve, we feel better about who we are. It activates the competence-confidence loop, and so as we get more competent in our skills, it grows our confidence. So skills are really core to just our psychological well-being, which is really cool about them.
1: I, I want to extend the nerd clock a little bit. Can you? Okay. Be, can you believe that? I. <laughs> I love self-determination theory. Could you, in fact, I remember on one of our long, long runs. I don't know if you remember this. I can't remember which trail. (laughs) We went on a long, long run. It was over an hour. Okay. And we got into it. You got into it. (laughs) I can't, I I don't talk as much when I run. I don't talk as much as you do. But Uh, yeah, you really got into self-determination
0: theory. Well, it's a fascinating topic. And it's it's a theory of human motivation. Like it really gets into why we do what we do. And it peels into that question. And their theory is that there's three core elements to that. There's autonomy, there's mastery, and there's connectedness or relatedness. And if we have those things, we have a sense of autonomy, we have a sense of mastery, and we have a sense of connectedness in our lives, then we're better off psychologically. And as parents, I think our confidence goes up when we focus less on the problems and more on developing our skills. And that's part of why, a big part of why we're doing this is that we want to help parents improve those skills that are going to help them have confidence to have conversations, to just connect with their kids in more authentic ways, just, you know, have better conversations when you're just driving in the car and have those better relationships. So I think skills matter a lot for all of those things.
1: Yeah, I can think of times where I've made the parenting mistake of not having a conversation
0: yeah did you did you doubt your skill like I know I've held back in in parenting moments where I doubt my skill
1: oh I for sure doubted my skill I wasn't sure how I don't know how to do this I don't know how to do this And I'm really not willing to just fall flat on my face here. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's better if I just don't do anything here and let mom take care of it.
0: Yeah. We assume mom has more skill. I know I've done that too.
1: (laughs) In my case, she does.
0: But Yeah, I, th- I think that's true for most of us, <laughs> at least us guys. So, but yeah, that's parents getting more skills. And we don't ever think in terms, like, I don't know if I've ever in my life had somebody say, hey, improve your parenting skills. Have you ever?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I think the only time you hear that is if you're in a specific situation, somebody may give a, a talk, a speech or... Somebody that's writing a book on it, you uh-huh. know, that's obviously going to be one of the things is, hey, here, you can help, you can improve your parenting skills. I think I hear, I think I hear more and more of it now. Yeah,
0: it's a great, I mean, it should. It's I, a I don't know that I have any
1: proof of that, that more people are interested in improving their parenting skills. I don't know if it's just because there's
0: more information available. There, There is more information. There's a lot of talk about it, but I, I think the focus on skills is, is terrific and like should be. And that's why we're talking about it. We're coaches. We love people to improve their skills. And so these are the skills we'd love to see people improve at. I think we work that into our parenting success pyramid. We've got some specific skills in mind. And,
1: and I, I think it's critical for parents to understand that it does take time. Mm-hmm. Transformation takes time.
0: Yes. Which does. is why
1: you should begin now Yep, rather than later. But just as you didn't become great as a vinyl, violinist yep. in your first year of practice, it, it takes time. You're saying I'm a great violinist. <laughs> I was actually looking at you when I said that. Did that <laughs> no, throw you off? It did because I'm like, I've never played the violin. Yeah, I, I, would,
0: I didn't know that you were such a good violinist. No, I'm not. But it, it's we can get better. Everything is trainable. And if you're a parent and you're listening to this, have hope more than anything else. Have hope that you can get better at this and there's like actual skills that you can improve. It's not some magic thing. It's not gonna be, you know, the the fairy comes down and bing, your relationship's great. It's skill, right? We, skill is the separator, skill's the divider. And as we improve our parenting skills, we're gonna get better relationships with our kids.
1: Yeah, I actually see you more as a fiddle player in a
0: bluegrass. I bet you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. Yeah. And I'll take your you're, bet. A, you're going to regret because yeah, I'm the you, best there's ever been. Yeah.
1: You're a dad too, aren't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. because i That's a bad that, joke. Yeah. I see you're good at that. But yeah, I see you in a bluegrass band. Nice. I, I'm i visualizing it right now. All right. So apparently, yeah, I'm gonna going to be crazy. leaving.
0: I'll be leaving the podcast in my, my last episode as I'll be pursuing my career in the fiddle.
1: I suggest hooking up with Ryan Shoup and the rubber band. Love it. Yeah. So skills are so important. Yep. The $64 question or $64,000. Well, it used to be that, it then turned What's into a the the million dollar question. What's, the question. What's the question? Okay, what are the skills that you think are most important for parents
0: to possess? So there's thousands of skills that you could get better at. And when we were putting together this parenting success pyramid, we felt that there were three that really stand out. Now, the ones we've talked about in the communication ring, that's a skill set. The QOC that we talked about, and you can get those tools on our website, createtransformbecome.com, that involves a skill set as well. But there's three skills that really elevate your parenting and set you up to be the kind of parent, coach, that you want to be for your kids. And those three skills, we put them in something called the Triple E Toolkit. And this is on the... This is on the Parenting Success This is the third level of the pyramid. Third level of the pyramid. And the three skills that are highlighted on there are equipping, encouraging, and empowering. And so we'll dig into each of those more over the next few episodes because each skill is its own thing, its own own episode. And so we want to dig into those, but parents, if you're interested, you can check out the, the Triple E Toolkit. It's also a free tool that we have available on our website just to get you moving forward and advancing your skills. But the idea of tools, like I love the tool and, and you've talked about this before, how you don't have a lot of tools, I don't have a lot of tools. I think we spent all our time like coaching and teaching and doing all that stuff. And so we never were the handy. I pay people. somebody
1: to use their tools to yeah, fix my stuff.
0: I do too. Um, but the few tools I have, sometimes if I have something I need to do around the house, I'll just grab one. And even if it's the wrong tool I'm trying to use, it, and you can make it work, but it's less efficient. Having the right tool is huge, and that's why we went with that toolkit idea, because these are the right tools. And if you get good at using these, you can really help elevate your relationship with your kids, as well as help them elevate their performance.
1: So you can use the actual screwdriver in the right situation, mm-hmm. the right time. Yeah, rather than you turning it over. You can use the over.
0: Phillips head screwdriver with the Phillips head screw. Oh. Did you know that it
1: also substitutes uh, as a hammer? Like if you turn it over, <laughs> I've
0: done that. You can could... use, it, especially if you have a nicer one. Like I inherited a couple of like nicer ones that have those big thick plastic ends. Yeah, and you can use that as a hammer. That's not bad. Yeah,
1: but we want people using, knowing the right tools, developing them. Isn't this all about modeling? Well, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, how does modeling come in? come into this because these these teens are they're singing they're dancing uh-huh. they're throwing a ball around they're they're playing in these sports and activities and they're working on their skills they're working on skills off the court off the stage as well uh, why is it so critical that parents are working on their parenting skills that's a great from a, from a modeling standpoint that's
0: a great question it if if your kids see you working hard on the skills necessary to be good at something that's important to you they see what it takes to get to that next level skills are the divider and if you have those conversations some of the most powerful conversations I've had with with my kids center around, I didn't do very well at this. Uh, I apologize. I'm trying to get better at this. And then putting something in action, letting them see that there's a process to this where it's not, I'm not the perfect parent right now. And they'll be the first people to tell you that, but they also know that I'm trying to be better. I'm working on my skills and I'm trying to get better at that. And that modeling allows them to take that to whatever they're doing and take the same approach. I can improve my skills. I didn't do that very well now, so I need to work on it. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be better. And I think that's where the modeling component comes in. So as you do this, it's really important for your kids to be a part of that journey and see you going on this journey of skill development. Yeah, that's a thumbs up. Yes, sir. So anyway, we have a new segment we want to introduce, right? We do. This is called the creation corner.
1: And this is where we have some curiosity and inquiry collide with one another mm-hmm. and it uh, also brings in a practical real world element to our idea of you know how to stop parenting and start coaching yeah. and how to how to really get people to think proactively and to be in creation mode which is a great our f- place to be great place to be and one of our favorite uh, places to be where which is it's the opposite of Reaction mode, and when you're in creation mode, you tend to gravitate towards those emotions and feelings and actions that uh, I would say are higher on the scale, yeah. more productive,
0: help you grow, help you transform. Yeah, I mean, it's you create, and that leads to the transformation. Sure, we're
1: getting away from the fear side and the negative, ne- all the negativity, and going into creation mode.
0: So in creation corner, we're throwing out things to help them begin the creation process in their journey. Absolutely. So what is, what are we creating today?
1: Well, I think you have a real world situation that comes from a, this, I think this is a common question. I think it's a super
0: common question. It's people are in the, obviously we're not going to use like real names or anything, but there was a mom. Uh, that, that I know and she has a 14 year old son. She's a single mom and bless her heart, she tries so hard with her son and they have had a terrific relationship. But because he's 14 and because he's going through middle school, going through that process, he's kind of becoming his own man, their relationship feels very different to her. And so she's feeling like there's a little bit of a chasm and the question that she's having is, how do I close that gap? How do I bridge the gap? that I'm starting to feel between me and my performing team.
1: Yeah, if you're out there and this has ever happened to you, please raise your hand. Yep. Unless of course you're my driving, keep up. both hands on
0: the wheel. Uh, put, put one hand at 12 o'clock and raise your other. <laughs> Wave at the people next to you with the one too, so. All
1: right, I'm curious. I well, think I know where you're gonna go with this, but.
0: Well, it's, again, this all goes back to skill and there's so, we're gonna talk a lot more about skill development over the next few months in this because, As we get into this idea of stop parenting and start coaching, coaching is thousands of skills. So you're going to hear us talk a lot about these, but bridging the gap that you're feeling between you and your teen involves a lot of different skills. And the Triple E toolkit will be really powerful for people to use to help bridge that gap. But it's just recognizing that that's not about you as a parent. When we had Karen on on the podcast. Karen Somerville. The um, absolutely amazing conversation. And she talked about, and, and Mel talked about it as well. It's always gonna go back to what can you do yourself? What can you control as the parent? And that feeling of divide is something that we can do something about We can't make our kid connect with us, but we can skill up and in our skilling up, we can find ways to start bridging that gap. And so something as simple as, you know what, don't try to have direct, as many or any direct conversations with your kids, especially about challenging topics, have indirect conversations with them. Just a simple thing like that where, Instead of sitting down and saying, "Hey, why do you have a bad grade?" Go for a drive together. Go for a hike together. Go, you know, shoot some hoops. And you know, this mom is her, her son likes to play basketball a bit, and so she will go out and just rebound for him. You know, She's not a great ball player, but she can chase down a ball and throw it to him. And when they do that, it allows them to have some more authentic conversations. And so it's just been getting her to do some things like that, some indirect ways of connecting. And that's a skill. And we don't think until we think, I've got to be the parent, I've got to sit down and have this face-to-face and make my kid understand this. It's not about that, it's about the skill of connecting with your kids in more authentic, in direct ways.
1: Bridge building.
0: Yep. Skill set. Skills are the divider.
1: Absolutely. Skill is the divider. You mentioned Karen Somerville. Yep. Episodes six and seven. Yep. If you haven't listened to those, I would highly recommend it. Yep. She talks about uh, helping parents help their kids to discover their constellation of gifts.
0: Yeah. And that takes some skills and that helps, you know, bridge the gap. It's, yeah, the conversation with Karen's great. She's and then the, the GPS you referenced Mel, Mel yep. Schmitz,
1: episode 11. Yep. That was a fun one.
0: Yeah, that was Mel's a hoot. Received some really good feedback
1: on on our episode with Mel and she has some great parenting uh, advice and counsel.
0: Well, I'm excited to to launch into the next few episodes with the Triple E Toolkit. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, Thank you for being with us on the Stop Parenting, Start Coaching podcast today. Uh, As always, Keep making a difference for your kids. You make more of an impact than you realize that you do. So keep doing it. It's a hard job. There's not a close second, but you're doing it and doing it better than you think. You got this parents. Yes, sir. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's create, transform, become, all one word, .com. There you'll find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.